This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, hey. Come on, Roxy, let's see twerk. Hey, come on, Jeff. What you got? We're Sylvia Madison right now. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> what up, Bouncy Buzz? Your boy DJ Jesse Janity here in studio for the real world skeletons breaking mad. I'm joined yes. in studio by me. What was you going to call me? I was about to say by Miss Roxy Stryer because oh. she is back in town, y'all, for the real world. You couldn't even wait. You were so excited. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, and you brought your, your American shirt. Yeah. Does it glow in the dark or I was something? told I look like Lenny Kravitz when I wear this. I'm not even sure what that means. Okay. So. Uh, we have Nicolette Sensei. <laughs> Don't play Gaona. What's up, y'all? Got her little pop popular culture. Yes, you know, uh, I got a rep, populated yeah, man. Yeah. I also want to give a shout out to King Hemi. What's good? What he doing? Showing love. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I got my supporters who tweet me out, you know, keep on tweeting towards me, you know, since they don't play. And I love the love. So bring it on. Well, all right. <laughs> uh, Sir Jeff Thurm. What up? Jeff, how'd you feel about uh, your other half over here giving shout out to other men? You know, uh, you know what I mean? She can do whatever she wants. See? That's I'm comfortable. I got props. Open her. Oh, oh, no, oh, oh my it. God, don't do this. No, we finally my marked out our issues. Oh, don't, no. It is fine. Me and Jeff are very confident people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you can tweet me at Jeff underscore Thurm. Yes. Still got that underscore. <laughs> if you guys were asleep with Jeff, tweet at him right now. Hashtag Neff or hashtag Joxy. <laughs> you guys choose. Who, who, who are we going to... Oh, look at him. He wants this right now. Yeah. All right, Tony. So, so let's just do it. <laughs> who should it be? Should it be Joxy or Jeff? Jeff Follette. Jeff Follette. Or, or do you want... It sounds like half a lot. Oh, no. It would work. I'm all by myself. <laughs> I'm sitting over here. I mean, we're always together anyways. We oh, together. I thought, no. I thought that's Jeffy. what Joxy was. DJ Jeffy. DJ Jeffy. There y'all got Take it. your pick. Do you want... D- oh, DJ, DJ Jeffy. Jeffy. <laughs> Jeffalette or Joxy? 
Why are you the only one that fully gets laid in every situation? Let's go. I can't. What? All right, let's talk about it. So it was the prank episode. Of course. Kind of. It was like an emotional prank episode. Yeah, this was really, really sweet. There was a lot of feelings going on. There's some tears in the room. I'm I'm, I'm looking to my left and right. I'm like, girls, you know what? If you're going to do a prank, if you're going to do a prank, girls, why just the pots and pans? Like, that's not a prank. That's annoying as hell. Like, that is not a prank to me. More I'm annoying than saying, Jello? Really? If you come into my room one morning and put a pan in my face, I will smack you. You ever seen bad girls have a lot? Nicolette ain't gonna get a sleep anymore. They ain't gonna let no sleep no more. What? You know, uh, bad girls club Tanisha. So uh, but that Jello, I would have been pissed at the Jello too, though. Yeah. I, I like, know, but at least it's like better than the pots and pans. No, no, no. Are no, you no, crazy? Yeah. Bad Girls Club has the best pranks. I would have ate the Jello. I was like, pussy thank ass you, I was Yeah, but like, <laughs> if it was like like chips or like goldfish or something, like they throw that shit. That's fine. But like Jello, Jello it's fucking Jello. Know, oh my like, god, Jello stain. It's not fucking Jello. She said it got on her clothes. Imagine you had like a nice white dress on the floor and you have Jello, red ass Jello on I'm it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I'm not gonna. I lie. would never bring anything that I ever expected to keep. To the real world, <laughs> you have to bring months of clothes. You're not. You're gonna buy a whole new wardrobe. Sure the fuck away. Okay. Oh bullshit! If they were Jello Jesse. shots, it's a different story. That's what I'm saying. I had a party once, <laughs> and I had Jello shots, and I was finding Jello. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, everywhere on my car. Y'all are so bugging. V is bugging. It was fucking jello and it's a joke. Oh, I mean, totally. She shouldn't have. Like, girl, you was trying to throw pots and pans. But like, she's like, ah! You're going to. Oh, my God. You're going to bleach on me. Like, it's fucking jello, girl. Like, like girl. She's like, carry it, the prom. Right. Blood like, comes fucking down. witch. It's but she did. She, she did. Like, she was like, you come into my room again. I was like, but you went to their room. Right. So many of these people can give but can't take. I think that this show is the lamest pranks always though like yeah. it is definitely a requirement to be on the real world that you can submit lame pranks no the best prank we saw was I think it was San Diego with Frank with the alarm clock. with the alarm clock. that was the yeah. best there were these weird ass yeah. alarm clocks and nobody mm-hmm. could figure out how to turn oh, them yeah. <laughs> but that was like an on accident prank like that people didn't funny. realize they weren't gonna know I, I don't know I can't think of like I feel like I would do a big google search for months before if I knew I was gonna go yeah, on for this sure. I've seen the same do something thing. crazy I wouldn't. I would do something totally crazy. I mean, they have so much time. They fucking. I've never been a prankster. Something about going on the show would make you. I guarantee oh, you, Nicolette. No, no, it would. It yeah. make me a prankster. You guys can follow yeah, me on, on Snapchat at Degree God, and God is spelled with a zero. If you want to catch up with me and Nicolette's prank okay, wars, you would. Oh, hell to the no. You're telling me that if the guys were doing this to you, you would just say, "All right, I'm not going to do anything just back." So excited because he follows us on I Snapchat. I swear I can't. If you start doing these wars with me, I I'm gonna let you win. That's fine. Oh right. really? Moving on, she says that because she knows she ain't gonna beat it. I mean, I'll try something. She'll try, she'll attempt, and that's fine. <laughs> All, All right, right moving okay. on. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Yolanda. Yolanda is Jason's baby mama, um, and you know she's about to give birth soon. We find out that. Jason's weirded out that he's having a baby with someone who's not the love of his life. 
But it wasn't even that. Like, he said, you know, I'm having a baby with a woman that I don't, like, that I'm not in love with, and I get it. But it was kind of like, it seemed like he was just like, I'm having a baby by a woman, like, I barely even know, or like, he just was mm-hmm. not excited about... You know, this woman having his baby. I sound crazy. I mean, we don't no. know what the uh, real situation is. You know, like, it could have been a one-night stand. It could have But that's been what I'm trying to figure out. Like, It sounded to me like they weren't trying to have a kid, regardless of mm-hmm. how many times they slept together or what. It sounds like they are no longer in a relationship. I don't think they were ever in a relationship, and they weren't attempting to have a kid. But sometimes shit happens. Yeah, and- because for the brother to have picked up the phone talking about, he was like, I don't know if you've ever heard of me before. Yeah, but- well, it was awkward. I think he's had so many issues with his dad not being in his life that his entire life he's been like, I cannot wait to have a wife and a kid and to support my kid with my wife and now it's like that that plan that he had to be the perfect father isn't really happening. So right. I feel like there's a lot of added pressure and the fact that he's not fully in love with his wife, he feels bad is my assumption. Well, yeah. His baby mama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A- absolutely. I would agree with that, but I think that he's somebody who's really able to roll with the punches. I don't mean to say it's shit and punches as in this is a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. I just think that he is handling it pretty well. So obviously it's hitting him like a shit ton of bricks right yeah. now. Like, oh my God, right. this is a real thing. I mean, we see later on Sylvia and V making a joke about how you can't just push a kid back in but that's the truth like you can't just push a kid back in so yeah he's really starting to understand that this is an actual thing that's really happening and very soon which going to that v wanting kids surprised the hell out of me no Uh, my friends have that conversation all the time they're like i don't actually want a kid but when i see a kid i'm like oh it's so cute i kind of want one but i know i don't want one Right. See, but what surprised me more was the fact that Sylvia was like, I don't want kids. I'm like, bitch, you're Mexican. Like, you should be wanting that like four years ago. I mean, Wait, I don't know what that Sylvia means. Sylvia needs to get herself together before <laughs> she has any kids. Like, she um, needs to calm down that violence before she has any kids. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like Jason's saying, though, maybe that's the thing that helps people kind of grow up. Like, you're forced to I grow mean, up. I mean, totally. Too Obviously, it was meant for him to have a kid, and now he has a kid, and now he can grow from it. It's Let's really do. true, because all my friends that have kids now weren't supposed to have kids, and it's just, God bless Some people are them. just meant to <laughs> just have that kid in their life. And, you know, I mean, what we saw when, before she was born, you know, he was really going through it and wanting that female, like, you know, companion or wanting to at least get something out. But, you know, he got his daughter out. Okay. Yeah. I think he's awesome. <laughs> and I think he is one of the more mature people in the house. But I do think it was a moment. Well, that's not saying much. <laughs> but, yeah. I think it was a moment of weakness for him that very night, though. You know, he's sexually frustrated, mm-hmm. which is understandable. But he goes out and he's kind of like pissed about it you know he's not yeah. just like ooh I kind of want to get laid he's like do you have a boyfriend do you have a boyfriend who are you seeing I mean, he was he's really being a little crazy about it. it so I think that his priorities might have to switch a little bit now like I, when you have a kid you don't really care that much about getting laid every night of the week it's so funny do. because I just feel like God works in mysterious ways and I think it's so interesting you're on the real world how many times do we see these types of shows where these guys go out and they can hook up with whoever they mm-hmm. want he hasn't hooked up with a girl once yet. He's out there like, I mean, it was just like, what are you doing? You want to come back with me? You want to come back? Like, all these girls like, um... Like, one bitch was working. Like, she had the yeah, thing. She had yeah, the she had the air. She's like, 
<laughs> you, mean, you mean random girl number one? Right. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me, call her by her name, random girl one. And yeah. then random Excuse girl number two. Me. was scary. And then random girl <laughs> yeah. number three had the boyfriend you that he did. You couldn't even go home with random girl number two. You are not supposed to go home with right. someone tonight. <laughs> right. You need to get in that taxi. <laughs> okay, it could not have been her dr- night. Like, Be no nice. shade I on mean, random girl number two, but I'm just looking at Jason like, Jason. This is a desperate act of, I don't even know what you would call that. I was surprised that he wasn't trying harder with Sylvia that night because he'd been trying with right. her and trying with her. You think this is when he would look at her and be like, "No, she well, don't no, want he was, kids." Well, and he was done ever <laughs> since she's, he saw her like flip out. He was like, "I'm done with that girl." Yeah, he was like, "She's got some demons." <laughs> right. Oh uh, no, I felt like Jason like them demons want to dance on my deck, honey. Jesus. Oh my honey god. Child. Oh. All right, so Tony, they go out in whatever. I well, think there's also some added pressure that he's like, I'm about to have a daughter. This is my really last night to go. To. And he's like, I need yeah. to fuck someone before my daughter comes. Yeah, but that seems so strange to me because he was, that's exactly what Tony's like. We got to go out and get drunk because, you know, we're celebrating. He's about to have a kid. It was like, do you have to go out and get shit housed? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but I kind of think he's thinking like, in his mind, like, guys, should I be with her? I just thought, like, would I get shit faced right before I'm about to have a kid? But I'm like, oh, wait, I'd be pregnant. I wouldn't be able to do that. But you probably would. <laughs> but would've. I probably would have wanted to, like, shit out. Free the head. rest of my life, I'm friends with this <laughs> I know. What did you sign up for? <laughs> Jesse would come with me, too. He'd, like, make fake mimosas just to make me happy. And he'd be like, I'm sure drunk! <laughs> sure we're not. Oh, I would do that for you. If he was pregnant, uh, that's so sweet. Anyway. Okay, so Madison's sister shows up. Rachel. And... She was beautiful. She was beautiful. Bruno, was wicked so rude, talking about oh, she's way prettier than Madison. Why um, the fuck would you say that? I don't understand why some of these people speak when they're on thank national God television. Tony didn't say that. Yeah, you but know, he kind of made a face. Be quiet. Wait, but Tony kind of smiled and nodded. Like, Bruno's like, I'm sorry, she's way hotter. And Tony was like... Uh, like shaking up and down for a second. No, she was not way hotter. They're both fucking hot. They yeah. both yeah. look totally different, different, but they look yeah. like sisters. And they're fucking. And Madison's just such a sweetheart. Yeah, I love Matt. I Me live too. for Madison. Me too. Um, so Rachel comes in and. <laughs> Uh, everyone goes out and Madison like breaks down to her sister and I almost thought it was going to turn into something different when she was like yeah I didn't even tell you like you know and I can just picture how Madison did it too she was probably so nice telling Rachel all the nice things about the roommates and as soon as they're all gone I didn't even tell you like you know Tony like brought all of his ex-girlfriends here and it was just like he was so mean to me and then my roommates like those girls that were so nice yeah they beat the shit out of me right here right honestly I was just smoking a cigarette that was so weird to see because we keep seeing her be like this really innocent nice girl and I don't think it was malicious that she told her sister you're allowed to tell your sister whatever the fuck you want I mean hell I would have told her as soon as she came in I would have told her before she came in, like, girl, this is what happened. No, of course. And I tell my sister everything. I can't blame her for right. this. But it's so interesting because she's always saying, like, oh, no worries. Forget about it. But now I can see she remembers every yeah. fucking thing everybody oh, did. Yeah. Like, I mean, she, she has to forget about it for the moments because she's living with these people. Yeah, she's I mean, no one else. You know, like, what is she going to do? Not talk to Sylvia or V because, right. you know, they did that to her. I mean, they're living together. I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk to somebody if they put me in a chokehold. I mean, yeah, I'd be like, producers yelling to take her home. Madison's been through some shit, though. So yeah, so she's, she's like... But that was her first fight. What are you talking about? Please. She's like, I've had track marks between every toe, fucking every finger, mm-hmm. bitch. Like, I can take these bitches. I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's what she's into. I no, I think she's... I think it's the... I think, yeah. 
I don't know. What just are you thinking? Say, Jeff. You can't go back. I just, sorry, I just said that, that she fucking shoots up on her arms and between oh her toes. I think she has. I think she clearly has attachment issues, and I think she just like doesn't want to lose anyone in her life, and mm-hmm. that someone puts her in a chokehold, and she's gonna just kind of like be okay with it. And it'll be interesting to see what happens after the fact once she leaves the house and see if they're that, definitely not gonna be friends. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would not be Sylvia's friend. I don't know because you have pleasant. to you have to keep in mind that yeah if they were never going to see each other again and had no reason to reach out but this show feeds into another show yeah. and when you're on that other show you're looking for allies and Madison's going to have a really hard time making other friends I just think she's somebody who struggled making friends her whole life even though I happen to really like her and I feel like we all see her for who she is mm-hmm. it's really hard for girls to like her and I get that yeah. too so mm-hmm. I could see her being friends with V and being friends with Sylvia mm-hmm. and definitely with Nicole well, it was interesting because I'm trying to figure out the mentality. That's why it's hard for me to like really like the Tony Madison situation now because I'm just like, okay, is this just going to last till the I show's over? Forever. Is it going to be like Avery and Johnny situation? Well, when you say that, do you mean one's going to cheat on the other? Meaning like, well, obviously I would assume Tony's going to do the cheating. But yeah, like as soon as the show's over, is Tony like up and at him and like, all right, well, that's Does it last fun. long enough right. for them to be exes just to be on the next season you of know, Battle so of the Exes? But then with Madison, it started making me think, like, with Rachel. Like, is Madison in this place where she reconnected with Rachel, and Rachel's like, I mean, you know, I reconnected with you, and it was cool on the show. But, like, no. this is my life, and that's your life, and, mm-hmm. like... I don't no, think You can so. genuinely see how much they miss each other. It's like... Been- a hundred percent, especially because this is her little sister, and your little sister, you know, it like I they look up sister. to their big sister for everything. So You're being able sister. to have your role model back and your best friend back, I don't think you do that for a show. I think that this is actually the most sincere of all of the. Skeletons. I'm not saying it's not sincere. No, I, I mean the uh, they've co- accomplished the most by coming on this show. Yeah. I think that by her sister coming on, they've actually mended or started to mend a relationship, as opposed to other ones, which I feel like kind of just will get dropped by the wayside. I really think this was the start of something special. Especially because I think, you know, being on the show, I think they were really able to talk about the problems. Mm -hmm. You know, before I think they just swept it under the rug or like when they stand the show, like, hey girl. They've only seen each other three or four times since Madison's been clean. Yeah, I'm sure they've like ignored the situation because it was so hard what they went through and I think they needed this. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really interesting, and we could have many different forms of arguments about this on whether we think it's appropriate that Madison is going out and getting drunk in front of her sister or is going out and getting drunk in general on this show. I mean, I, I mean, I feel mixed about it. I don't, I don't I mean, even know <clears throat> which side I'm on. You know, I totally <clears throat> get uh, Rachel's side of this. I mean... Of course, when it comes to an addiction, you know, I'm not really familiar with it, but I've known, like, my friends, like, sisters, like, dealt with it before. And I know, like, any, it's alcohol, drugs, anything like that, it really is an addiction. And, I mean, maybe she was just hardcore to where it was, like, you know, alcohol wasn't that big of a deal. But I totally get where Rachel's coming from. But at the same time, if she's not going crazy about it, like, if Madison was, like, getting drunk every night, like, that'd be a problem. I, but I think she knows how to handle her liquor. Yeah, I don't think we've we've seen an issue with Madison being drunk. To, yeah. like, she hasn't been an out-of-control drunk, so I think it's okay. Yeah. But I can understand why her sister wouldn't want it. it. She shouldn't be doing it in front of her sister. Exactly. Who lived with her for You think it's disrespectful? Uh, kind, of. kind of. Because I'm sure her sister doesn't want to see her older sister in a unstable mind in general. Just not in control. You know, not in control. I don't think Madison even thought about that. 
Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't think so either. I, you know, it's just hard because I'm not a psychologist and I'm definitely not her psychologist, but right. I don't feel as if Madison has an alcohol problem. It she hasn't shown to us on this show right. that she has a problem with that. But right. that's right. not what the that's mm-hmm. not what the problem is. The thing with addiction is is usually with addiction is when you give something up, you find something else to kind of fill oh, that right. void. Right, but you do usually you feel find like- something positive. And so what Rachel was saying, her being scared was if you're not doing the drug, you know, the only other drug that you can have to kind of mask that over is liquor. Well, could and it be so, Tony? Well, and so for me watching it uh, at the end when Madison was crying to Tony, if I was Rachel, my thing would have been this relationship is what will be toxic to me. Already? because Honestly, she, I yeah. Mean, because, she can have a good relationship, though. Okay, but what, 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 what caused Madison to do drugs was a relationship. Oh, shit. And so for for me, oh, yeah. Jesse Janely personally, looking at the situation, I would have said to my sister or brother, hey, you know, right now, I would love for you to work on yourself by yourself mm-hmm. yeah, and not have to have this person of depending and all, all that okay. stuff now maybe maybe Tony will be the savior and you know ride out on a chariot but right. I mean the way it first started out you know like that this cycle starts <clears throat> over the fact that she went back to him after he did all these things right there it's like ooh girl yeah I would definitely agree with you, Jesse. If we had even heard a single comment from her ever being like, the way Tony treats me makes me want to use drugs again. Like, we haven't heard that once, so I'm feeling a little I mean, more stable about it. But she did say so makes her sad. dating Tony reminds her of her previous relationships. That's true. That's Ew. true. She so, said that he, not, not dating him, but him specifically Tony, reminds yeah. her of her ex, which I, I think she said in reference to the other women. But I'm not yeah, she sure. She said the negative things that he does. Right. So I don't think it, I don't think you can really equate cheating on or not even cheating on you, but dating your exes and using drugs. Those are and two abuse. separate and abuse. Mm-hmm. Those are two separate things. But I do think you make a really valid point they, because that's why they tell things, you. But, they tr- but it, it can be something as little as triggering. Right. A little something can just trigger that off. That's where I get nervous and scared. For someone like Madison, who's like, oh my god, like all these years went by and I didn't even think about my sister. Right. Like, what? Well, if she show, was on drugs. I know, but she ain't on drugs now. She wasn't on drugs a couple months before. Probably. You wonder if the show hadn't happened, at what point would she have picked up? I mean, she you did say she saw it three or four times, but at what point does she pick up the mm-hmm. phone and say, hey, where are you? Let's really talk well, this out. Because she was probably so upset with her own self. Seems know? like she no, didn't even it realize. It seemed like she's bouncing from dudes, like... Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. We're going to find out more next week about her dude yeah, bouncing, I think. I don't know. Oh. Pun intended. Yeah. Um, so the flip side of that, we had uh, Jason came home drunk. Him and Tony had gone out. Him, uh, Jason comes home drunk. He calls Yolanda, leaves 4 a message. 4.06 a.m. I was like wondering how... Can you answer a phone call when I you're was, leaving a voicemail? That's why yeah. I thought... So at first... He but calls. On, oh, you guys on a house so machine. Young. On a house machine. <laughs> no, on a house machine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that what he called? He didn't we call probably, the cell phone? They maybe. weren't in the hospital? Well, they were in the hospital, but... So how did he know the maybe number Maybe it was a home birth. No, wait. I th- no, no, no. It w- the brother was going to the hospital. No, the brother said, I'm sitting right next to her. The baby's crying. A lot's right. going on. Maybe it was a different phone call spliced together. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I thought he said he was home. 
I was no. ready for some shit to go down when he started calling. Oh, I thought leaves it was a voicemail show. on Yolanda's <laughs> voicemail, and then a man picks up picks up the phone. He's I like, "Yo, who the fuck down. is this?" <laughs> like, you couldn't get random chick number two, but Yolanda over here pregnant and fucking some dude. By the way, that's why Bruno is not mature enough to be a, a father. Bruno, if he had made that call and heard a guy pick up, he would have been like, "Who the fuck is this?" But mm-hmm. he stayed really calm and was like, "Hey, is this her brother?" You know, he was yeah. he was really chill. I mean, about he it. tried, but deep down inside, he was like, "Who this?" I don't know that the line. I really don't. I don't think so. Yeah, it was weird to see him go from I mean, so just like drunk weirded out. to like sober enough to realize and wake everyone else up. Well, yeah, but you like know that happens. Yeah, that's right. like a. I mean, I've been there. That's like, yeah, kind of you, aha moment. Like, oh shit, what I created is just real. And blocked in. Right. Like, that's like having a bucket of ice dumped over your head for sure. <laughs> like like you're sober enough. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Shit. I can't believe it. Oh, never mind. No, um, what? No. Okay. I'm not going there. Okay. Yeah, okay. don't. I'm not going there. I know. I'm just not even going there. Um, so Madison, back to Madison and Rachel. So Madison goes back to the house and talks to Rachel. Rachel says, look, I just want you to find adult friends. Madison starts breaking down and she's talking about, I didn't realize like. Adult friends? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. She said, I want you to find people who have real jobs, Jobs who aren't drug addicts. Well, girl. What? what? I mean, I get that, but she's in the real world. Like we're all just because she's, she she's not home. talking about the people. She's in not talking about the, the real world. world. She's talking oh, about the real okay. world. <laughs> I'm like, girl, she can't. She's Nobody like, in here that has jobs or nothing. Y'all just sitting around here creating dances. Like this is not a proper environment for you. <laughs> but like, I do agree with you, Rachel. Okay, on that note, for real though, is it a good environment for Madison to go on the real world? Yeah. I mean, she's been doing fine, but is that something her sister even? Is down with? I don't know. Well, I could see the family kind of being like, really, bitch? Yeah. Like, like I could see Rachel driving to the real world and being like, I can't even, like, what am I getting myself into? Right. What is Madison going to so. be acting like? Well, at least she knows she's not using if drugs on the show. Yeah, exactly. No, and so for her to come Wait, in and see a positive people and whatnot, that's why when Madison started telling her, like, yeah, Tony, like, had all these girls and he was, like, mean to me. Like, I'm like, girl, like, Rachel's sitting there like, what? She's gonna watch the damn <laughs> show, though. Mm-hmm. She's gonna know. Yeah. Oh, Rachel was really nervous. So Madison calls her stepdad, who didn't really make... He's like, yep, yep. Yeah, yep, you shit yeah. on everyone's yeah. life. Wait, was that her stepdad? <laughs> was that her stepdad or was that her dad? Her stepdad. Also, oh, she so, called, like, she called Rachel's, Rachel's dad. dad. Got like, it. I thought he was gonna be like, "Yeah, honey," you know. Yeah. And he was just like, "Yep, she was yeah, like, I yeah. Been there. No, you haven't. No, you <laughs> haven't. You made her move from Texas or whatever." He said. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think she said verbatim that she never wants to be a part of your life. <laughs> Actually, I'm going back. So you're really lucky that she's there. But he kind of giggled he while like, he said it. So huh? I mean, he like kind of giggled while he said it, though. So he's trying to be nice. She well, clearly maybe, yeah. didn't know, and she clearly needed to hear it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, and maybe at this point, he's like, "I ain't sugarcoating them." Yeah, you did. And yep, you don't want to go back to that. So of course let's not. Keep it positive and keep and it pushing. Do you know how many times that probably? And this was the craziest part when she's sitting in the director camera and she turns and she says, "Was it junior year, senior year, whatever?" She didn't even know how long she was on drugs for, right. or how many years she was fucking That's up so his life. Do you know how many times that the stepdad probably looked at her and said, "You are affecting your sister," like in one ear, out the other, That's right so over her head. Sad. She probably wasn't even hearing. It was really it. emotional to junior watch this. And- high school or college that ever moves away from Texas and you just like have no idea that has anything to do with you yeah like you and then don't talk to anyone and then everyone thinks that they're gonna get a phone and the next phone call is gonna be you dead 
Yeah. I mean, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people have that friend where you are looking at your phone and if their number comes up on caller ID, you think something's really, really wrong. Yep, sure So I I get that feeling. That's scary as hell. And for that to be your sister, I can't even imagine. That's just like a next level. Um, So Madison breaks down. She never really knew, you know, what she did to her sister. Uh, And then she feels like she doesn't really know her sister. And then that's what she's saying to Tony. Rachel comes out and she's like, you know, like what you guys have is special. And, you know, um, Tony, just try not to hurt her if she really means that much to you. Like, I just couldn't even take this. I, I don't know. I felt like I understood what Rachel was coming Tony, from. Be, Tony, just, I would have walked away. We're like, you two talk. Yeah. yeah. I thought but he was... actually knew what she was going through, his sister, because his dad was an addiction. And he was hurt by his father so he can understand absolutely and he did say she is still here but i felt like this was such a strong sister moment Mm -hmm. i I, I know he was sitting there first but it's like i I, as him i would have just been like let me remove myself from the situation this isn't about me i mean he didn't make it fine with him sitting there I don't have a problem with that. He was being a supportive well, boyfriend. Nicolette's fine with it, so uh, we'll move on. <laughs> well, I know you would be fine with it. So, Jeff Lett's fine with it. Is that what it is? <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I'm just kidding. Anyway, I don't want to keep it in snapped her finger at you. <laughs> you can take like that? <laughs> so, Tony... <laughs> My perfect Rachel, match. Well, Ra- Rachel goes home uh, after Tony, Bruno, <laughs> try to prank Madison and his sister by barricading the door. They broke a light. Boring. Like, why are you barricading the door? I'd have been like, okay, no, y'all need to take this away. Like, also, why are you even blocking my door? That's rude. Like, he breaks a light and, like, kind of freaks out because they have to pay for it. But it's like, you are punching holes in walls. You broke the grill. That's probably a new grill that Jason was kicking. <laughs> oh, definitely. That grill has been through some shit. <laughs> grill. <laughs> takes it every episode. Every episode. Like, like, you know how many burgers have been on that grill? But as a matter of fact, that's three. a. Three. Whatever, whatever grill company that is needs to get some marketing dollars because that grill has lasted. Okay. Strong. I mean, unless they yeah. haven't replaced it. Sponsorship, for sure. It didn't look dented or nothing. I mean, like banging their head happens on. on that tiny-ass pocket patio. You know, that poor patio's <laughs> yeah, been going through In every single house, there's always that room. For some reason, a lot of times it's a kitchen like that people yeah. always go to to do something. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It happens. You could have the biggest house in the world, and everybody goes to this one room. The Portland one. Was it Portland? It was the kitchen in the... um. Jenny and... um. Yep, it was the kitchen and the um. But a lot of times the confession was more. Whatever living area was. Oh, with the beds that like the whatever. It was where the phone was. Um, All right, so then yeah, yeah, it was like that bed. Randomly, Nicole's going to Brooklyn. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Nicole. Now Roxy has a huge issue with this. Uh, This is what I don't fucking understand. This show is the real world. So if she's going to do something in the real world. Explain to me what she's doing. There's like this half-assed line, I'm going to Brooklyn to be an EMT and save some lives, you know? Was that a joke? Is she actually going back to work? Is she coming back? She said, wait for me? Like, what the fuck is going on? Well, maybe it just wasn't that important to talk about. Or maybe... To me, it clearly is. I can't think about anything else. (laughs) Or maybe she wasn't... They can't talk about what's going on because it's not her life. It's someone else's life. Say, I can't talk about it. I have to make a trip. I can't talk about it. But don't say nothing. Because I'm confused. When are you coming back? Well, right, so girl, for anyone that cared that. enough, like Roxy, I'll tweet at Nicole because I'm fine with it. And then you. at me, yeah. so I know what the fuck happened. Thing. It, all I needed was one second of, 
I got a call from my work at home. I'll be back in a few days. Yeah, yeah. but it seemed like but, it was pre-planned because she didn't get to well, go on the trip. When they were, when Jason was asking if everyone could come, Nicole did say something, but it, what, they didn't make a big deal out of it. She said, "I can't like, leave on that day because yeah. I am leaving." He just said, "When are you going?" And she said, "That's the day I'm going." Yeah. So it must have been a big enough deal. But like, how do you know when you're supposed to be an EMT? I don't know. That's I don't just no girl. Like, it wasn't like she was called for an emergency in Brooklyn days later. <laughs> She's that important. Like, we have to fly you out. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, maybe whoever, she, maybe she I hope you're okay, whoever Nicole saved. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the wolf pack, minus Nicole, goes to North Carolina to see Jason's baby. So cute. Taylor. And uh, Yolanda was there. She was looking real skinny. Yeah. I, thought, I was pitching somebody so different. Right. I was like, oh, my God. Here's what I have to say about that. That must mean that she, the baby had been. It was just baby weight. No, no. You de- obviously that, but what I'm saying is it must have been weeks after the baby was born, if not a month after the baby was born, that they went. Because I don't understand how she could be that skinny. Like, she, girl, the, her arms were toothpicks. No, honestly. Well, the way she was sitting, it was all stomach and face. Yeah. Like, I mean... She looked she, it tiny. It probably just went... It's probably just like, you know... That baby was tiny. I don't think it was a month. Oh, no, yeah. honestly, yeah, because... It's uh, got to be a couple weeks. You think it was really a couple days? Yeah, my brother's uh, wife. They be all cleaning the just baby, the baby and everything. It was literally just the baby, just boop, and actually, now they think of it, boop, boop, just slip right on out. <laughs> she was uh, in a t-shirt. I guess there could have been a little... The perfect example would be my homegirl, because <laughs> she had the kid in high school, but this girl was like pen skinny, and she just had that baby on it. She got rid of that baby. You thought this bitch was ready for a catalog. She was like, all right, girl. Wow. Should I, it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Lucky girl. She was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the baby. Yeah, I was looking at Yolanda like, wait, Jason, like, what's wrong with Yolanda? I know. I was yeah. thinking that, too, because she seemed so cool. Yeah, like totally. Jason and Yolanda. Like, yeah. She'd just be letting Jason do whatever he wants. Maybe she's the right woman and... for him. Jason. Maybe. Start looking into that family you want. Till he comes, it comes on and tells us that uh, Yolanda's already got a man. And oh, Yolanda probably ain't playing. She's like, okay, he definitely don't want to be here. Well, let me figure this out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but in seeing Taylor, it made him realize that he wants to know why his father left. That's a good question. Dun, dun, dun. And now I'm wondering, MTV. Oh, you know the daddy's coming Jason? up in there. All right. Number one, I think it's so valid that he is curious. When he's looking at his kid, wondering, like, how could somebody ever leave this? I think that is the most full circle. I can't believe how incredibly beautiful that moment was. Mm -hmm. And sad. But number two, oh, my God, I'm freaking out for him. Like, uh, that is real shit. Like, earlier on, when we see Bruno bitching about these thing being, like, rich people problems or whatever, this is some real shit. Yeah. It brings me back to uh, with Nani on her uh, season. Remember MTV paid for her to go uh, find her father? Huh. Kind of like that. So I wonder if he's going to come into the house or if Jason will, like, have a sit-down conversation like Madison's about to How the hell is MTV going to get Jason's dad, who wouldn't have been his dad for all these years? You think that he's just going to come on for the fame? Because then that's messed up. Didn't y'all see it in the previews? No, I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying how did they do that? Because he must be wanting to get some camera time. Bitch, if Maury Povich (sighs) and Jerry Springer can find Trailer Park as motherfucking baby daddies. But it's because people want camera time. That's why I'm not believing anything. Even if a guy comes on and is like, Jason, I'm so sorry. Really? You're sorry? You missed 25 years of my life. 
life. Well, or, at least it's giving them the opportunity to talk about it on TV or on not TV. At least they're talking about or it. Or saying that and you have a grandkid now. Maybe it'll, I don't know. Right. And these click. producers, like, they go in, they, they'll sit Jason's father down. They'll be like, you know, uh, Jason's a great kid. Like, he's really been, you know, he just had his baby. You have a granddaughter. Like, they're going to go in there. They're psychologists. Like, they go in yeah, there they and mess with, your fuck head. with the people. Like, this would be the perfect job. Because they go, always, everyone's always like, oh, I don't know if I want to share my story on camera. No, this is the perfect opportunity. Because someone like you could change millions of other fathers out there. I wonder if they saved Jason. <laughs> yeah. guilt on, yeah. on Jason's mother. 100%. I wonder if they saved Jason to the last because they were trying to get the dad to come on for a long time, you know, and they started filming and they had like a backup skeleton for Jason, but this is the real one. Well, that probably was, they were probably like, after Jason went home and saw the kid, they were like, perfect timing. Yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting to know what the, yeah, what the plan was. Mm -hmm. Boom. Um, So, they come back home and everyone's all happy and then ding dong! There's some flowers out the door for Madison. That is so sketch. I was so, especially what we were all talking about before. I was thinking like, oh, that Tony, happened, that's so we sweet. About, oh, I knew it wasn't from Tony. I, you I completely thought it was from Tony. You I thought it was, thought so, it was yeah, I thought they were going to leave us at the cliffhanger, that the I flowers at the door, so and then next Tony. week it was going to oh, be like, no oh, Tony, chance. if it was a cliffhanger, you know they do that sometimes. They give us like a fake ass cliffhanger. I literally thought for a split second it was Tony, but then it was just that split second. I was like, dude, I think I'm the only Tony fan here, and I knew for a second it wasn't from him. You don't believe in Tony Tony's like never, that. I love Tony. You know what? Uh, he's never Tony got no flowers. He's getting a little piece of his own medicine, honey. Well, because the note said, I want to meet you at 3 o'clock. Come alone. And on that note, let's head into predictions. Tony's like, that's so sketchy. No. Is it? Like, creep? Oh, I thought it said come along. Oh. Come along. I would have been like, um, Come along. Come I, thought he was saying, I thought he was saying, Tony, come along. Oh. Well, I, I mean, oh, she really can't really come weird. along she has cameras with her, so I wouldn't be that scared. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come along you mean scared? with your six-person like crew. I mean, I don't know. Oh, some random-ass person sent me flowers, and they told me to meet them at a place. Like, come along, like, mm, I'd be scared. It's so <laughs> crazy, because they don't have their cell phones or anything like that. Somebody left me a note. I, I would... It's starting to rack your brain thinking who the fuck could this be from in exactly. flowers so it's and like flowers. it's not just like my dad I've been my wanting mom. to take you out yeah so I, oh my god yeah I've been wanting to take you out I have no idea so but like, she also do you think this been out here what are the chances it was one of the guys <laughs> she was flirting with earlier this season I mean that's what, that's what I initially thought oh like that one guy at the yeah. bar yeah Maybe. Because in the preview, we see the guy with blonde hair. The guy at the bar had, like... Blonde hair. Yeah, blondish hair. It didn't look like it didn't. Bill, no, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. But, but it could Tony be looks like he goes ham, he bugs out for a majority of the episode. I'm glad. I'm glad. It's not like she did anything. He just reached out to her. She didn't do anything. Right. Let's watch Tony lose his shit for a minute. I don't know. Yeah, Tony needs to squirm a little bit. Just, yeah. just a taste of his own medicine. I do really. like him, but yeah. Tighten up, tighten up the reins on T reins, you know. Just T-Rain. a little bit. On that note, we want to thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure you guys hit us up Bye. at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You guys can tweet me at DJ Jesse J at Since They Don't Play at Roxy Stryer at Jeff underscore Therm. Until next week, same time, same place. Peace. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.